Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. Um, I've got some news for you. Don't, don't text the show. Um, no, never mind why. Just don't do it. <laughs> well, you can't leave them hanging. Okay. Um, we're not live. This is a pre-recorded show, so don't text the show. We are you're just, alive. You're just throwing money into a... Uh, we might not be when this goes out. <laughs> anyway, um, I'd like you to go out as a tribute. Yeah. So follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. That's, that's acceptable, because that's free. Yeah, don't tweet oh, us now, though. You can tweet them, you know. Oh. You can read them, No, on. but we won't read it. We won't read it well, out. Maybe later. Oh, this, this isn't the smoothest intro we've ever done. Okay. What is the smoothest yeah, intro? Anyway, you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't text! You've been told. Don't phone, it's just for fun. Just before we started, actually, we were talking about um, texting. What do they call it on Jeremy Oh, on Jeremy Kyle? Kyle. Texties. So he texted me, I texted him, I says, she texted really? me. Yeah, texties. It hmm. sounds a bit medieval. Yes. And I like the idea. Wouldn't it be interesting if, if the Jeremy Carr production team sat around and said, you know, it's getting, we're getting a bit stale now. What about <laughs> if we met people dressed in medieval clothes? And it would all, most of the stories would work. I fine. would love that. Yeah. And, and the show could be on a pilgrimage to Canterbury. There could be stocks. <laughs> Yeah. The stocks for the bloke who's walked out on his um, family and, yeah. and, and, and gone off with a, a, a horse. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> with a horse? You know, did you not see that episode? No. It was, uh, it was a Brahma, as we used to say. Um, anyway, oh, speaking of um, the equine world, I went to the circus. Did you? Oh, it was very... Have you been of late? Well, you were going last week when I was round there, mm. and I'd come to see Buzz, largely, and I was waiting for the invitation. I'm not being funny, it didn't come. You announced, you said, we're going to the circus. Yeah, well, you As know. if someone <coughs> of my levels of sophistication wouldn't be welcome <laughs> at the circus. Well, it's just uh. that we'd got the tickets in advance. They were front row. If we had invited you, we'd have had to have moved back. And that yeah, do I been. look like the sort of woman who would have problems blagging my way no, into no. a circus? And maybe, I don't know if you've got circus <laughs> contacts. I've got all contacts. Yeah. Anyway. I actually wear circus contacts. <laughs> um, they're a bit dusty. No, so, um, <clears throat> it was good. It was really good. It was, um, I really properly enjoyed it. Mm. I'll tell you what was great about it, which I wasn't expecting. No safety nets, no wires. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Not that I want to see anyone get badly injured, but you, you, like, to know, you like to know that they could. I yeah. do want to see that. Well, you need to. You don't want to see I that. I do. Okay, but <laughs> fight it. Um, <laughs> not the circus people. Can I say it is not the official policy of Absolute Radio <laughs> that we want to see people get if hurt? If they've got flesh-coloured tights, they deserve what's coming to them. Well, the trouble is with... Um, I've said that many a time. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is with wires and nets. It, you get to a point where it's safer to drive than it is to be a circus at, which is ridiculous. Mm. Do you so, like the circus, Gareth? I do like the circus. Uh, what sort of circus was it? I think the last sort of circus I went to was maybe... It's a flea circus. <laughs> Did I not mention that? <laughs> no, it was I went to a Chinese one where okay. it was very flexible people. Yeah. 
Well, n- n- not a thing you often heard said about the Chinese with their um, with their civil rights record. But that's uh, that's lovely. Physically flexible. They didn't they didn't budge an inch on their ethos. Well, speaking of, um, is that is that the Chinese car? <laughs> the Ford ethos. Um, I um, there was a woman in a jar. Speaking of flexibility, shut a woman up. In a jar. <laughs> she was brought on in a jar. You are having a laugh. Well, what size jar? Well, you know, biggish, but jar size. Guess what? That's not the relevant question. <laughs> I'd say. If, uh, one... Are we talking Branston pickle? <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking terrarium. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what terrain is. Terrain sounds inside gardens that people used to buy in the 80s. Yeah. Those those big jars. Say, about yay high. I'm talking, (laughs) what, two feet high maybe Mm. and and maybe 15 inches across. And was the jar, did it have the lid on? Was the show that someone had to take the lid off? When she first came on. It was like a ship in a bottle. I thought, how did they get a woman in there? What, sorry? A ship in a bottle. Oh, okay. Okay, and then um, and then uh, there's a, like a little door on the side, but getting out was you know yeah. it was, was the was the door ajar. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know whether to be more horrified <laughs> by the fact that you made that joke or that you find it so funny. I think it's clever. It's reworking an age-old yes. joke into something new, and that's what I like. Is I've been a womble. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So you're at the circus. Yeah, and the woman in the jar came in, and she she was a a, a Mongolian contortionist. <laughs> Can I just? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but didn't you once do a very famous respond to a heckle about something to do with where, something in the jar? Yes, yeah, someone. Um, this is the story David Baddiel tells that someone at the comedy store shouted the a strange heckle. I remember you from medical school. <laughs> And I said, oh, yes, I remember you. You were the one in the jar. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. <laughs> How um, did you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's desperation, fear. Oh, it was good. Any- so anyway, it is. I hadn't seen a contortionist in the flesh for a few years. They are absolutely like, you know, so the, lev- the feet on the, the thing and the, mm. head, the head, the chin at feet level in between. I mean, unbelievable. Mm. I'm a man now, I have to say, has a bit of a struggle with cutting my own toenails. You know, getting that foot up. Mm. So, this to, is a woman... To bite could, them or do you use a tool? She, <laughs> she could have bitten. She could have bitten. Is that, is that what happens? The nervous contortionist, <laughs> they bite their own toenails. <laughs> but it was. She, she really looked um, amazing. So, Yeah. It's an interesting question, though. That I wonder if yeah. they do bite their own toenails. I wasn't. It wasn't the only question that went through my head when I was watching. <laughs> For example, um, I was thinking. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a male contortionist. Wow, mm. it gets a bit messy. Well, it's revealing, isn't it? The, the, the <laughs> they can do it. They can do it. They just never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But yes, it was. Um, I'm at the stage now I have to put my socks on with two selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is, though. It is getting a bigger struggle. That when you get it up on the chair... Oh, yeah. Oh, I think... I want to do all five now before. Do you? Somebody collapsed. What's happened? I don't know. Something was dropped. Frank, were there any um, elephants in tutus? There were no elephants. In um, a close accessory tutu. tutu. There was... Um, it was a shortage of animals. There was a performing uh, dog 
character who, um, you know, rolled over and played dead and did um, um, flips, backflips. Wow. Can I be honest, I don't go to the circus. How much are those tickets? They were about 26 quid each. 26 quid to see a dog? Yeah, but there was a lot more going on. Than, there were horses. That was oh, that. A woman in a jar? Come round <laughs> mine if you want to see that love and a dog. Well, really? <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, um, yeah, there was horses. Which was, um, oh, mm. the trouble is, I don't know if you're aware of this, but my girlfriend, Kath, has a horse allergy. Wow. And such is the level of it that the horses, they were going around the ring, I mean, fast. Mm. They went past three times and she started <laughs> sneezing. I mean, they hadn't even, I don't know how much dander they were generating. Did she sneeze in time? Because that would be a good <laughs> yeah. part of the show. Well, she could Imagine if there was a, if you, if you got a full big top full of, allergic horse people allergic to horses and they yeah. did like a sneeze Mexican wave <laughs> as the oh, yeah. horses went round. Mm. But That'd I was... A, good. But how can you be so allergic that a horse going past will make you sneeze? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm allergic to penicillin, but I, I can drive past the hospital <laughs> without sneezing. I mean, it, they weren't close. They weren't close, close. What if there was a... If you had to drive round... I know, round I tried to leg one over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> But it was um, it was a real spectacle, and I would recommend anyone. I'll tell you what. Is it, can I name the, the the brand? It was Zippo Circus. Oh, I've heard of oh, that yeah. one. I don't like the lighters, no, <laughs> because they always have like bad versions of yeah. football badges on and and stuff like any, that. Any bears? No bears. What on the lighters or no? no there was circus. no. There was look, there was horses. There was a, a, a was miniature dogs. miniature pony and one dog. Mm. Right. That's that's the inventory on well, the. It's all gone a bit farmyard. Well, you know, it's, it's considered now to be a bit cruel. The um, you know the 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 elephant yeah. on the tiny round um, table thing standing. Mm. <laughs> I mean, my heart warms at the thought of it, but it is thought to be a bit cruel. So, those days are gone. Woman in a jar. That's where we are now. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah. So, um, what? Oh. I had um, a mysterious uh, nocturnal visitation. Oh, no. I'm not going to sing Let It Be. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I was in, in bed of, of a night. Oh, yeah. And it was, this it, is all gone a bit your autobiography. I don't like the sound it, of it. No, it's, and, um, and the doorbell went. Now, I was sleeping in the, um, in the attic room because I was working the next day. Okay. So a was downstairs. Mm. Um, my mother-in-law was staying. Kath was down there. Anyway, the doorbell went. It was it was after midnight. Mm. The doorbell went. Well, we've had this before. Last time it was a bunch of youths with a big dog in a psychedelic transit van. <laughs> um, but it's a bit it's a bit worrying when you. I don't know if you get that. It's slightly scary. Yeah. That time of oh. night. Oh, I, I wouldn't answer the door. Avon lady? <laughs> Pizza delivery? Night cream? <laughs> yeah, well... Pizza delivery? I think it's funny you say that, Pizza, because um, what we d- the, there are two roads where we are which only have one word difference. I won't mm. say what they are because we get even more <laughs> bells in the middle of the night. Um, but um, it means that often people delivering stuff to them... Mm. Ring our bell, which is a bit yeah. annoying. For instance, the road I live on, I live on Richmond, because no, no one cares where I live. <laughs> Richmond Wood Road is right next to Richmond Park Road, and we have sometimes got post from 
Richmond Park oh, I'm Road. I'm really glad we've cleared that when up we on air. Rich- I just think people <laughs> so just like so an example. Knows it's Richmond Wood Road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm not telling you the number. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Richmond Wood? No, no, but thanks for thanks the tip. But do you ever wonder if they're getting your stuff? Uh, not until now. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, um, we get a lot of stuff for them from Amazon. Do you? I mean, I would never have bought a juicer myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew you could even get them? So anyway, I'm in bed. Imagine this... all the Doctor Who merchandise they're getting. Yeah, they are confused. Oh, huh? the Dalek slippers. <laughs> We've had so much wear out of those. Yes, well, maybe it all evens itself out. I can't eat any more sushi. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I was there. I was only wearing my pyjama jacket. It was after midnight. I didn't really want... Pyjama jacket? Oh, no, not the short one. You weren't. Just a normal jacket. You know what? He calls it a jacket. (laughs) It's like Paddington. (laughs) What he wears is the pyjama top. He calls it Mm. a jacket. But a top is That's a female thing. It is, yeah. It's the top of the pyjama shirt. He wears... It's a jacket, surely. It's got a breast well, no, pocket. It's got lapels. It's not a jacket. It's got lapels. Would shirts you, don't have lapels. It's got too many buttons. It's got too many it? buttons. It doesn't have a plunging... No, it's got three buttons. Double-breasted? Okay, Is it single or double-breasted? Jacket. Would you wear just that on television? <laughs> Would you wear... Frank Skinner, pass me my jacket. I wouldn't wear man just in, that man on in television. A jacket. <laughs> man in a pyjama jacket. That's, that's a episode. very different sort of show. What do you call it? Isn't that what everyone calls it? Pyjama jacket. not going to go and see man in a jacket. I don't think anyone's referred to just one bit of the pyjamas <laughs> for really? years and years. Because most people wear bottoms with it. Pyjamas. No, I would say pyjama trousers <laughs> and a pyjama jacket. Pyjamas are a suit. I mean, there's no getting around it. <laughs> pyjama suit. <laughs> it's a suit, isn't it? Garrett, it's matching top and bottom. You are familiar. Have you remembered this? Um, Frank does go for the sort of top cats slash hair bear bunch approach to dressing. Well, I just, I, I, he just wears the top with no bottom. I find, I think, I, that's I, I'm worse worried. than nothing, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's worse than nothing. I would wear the trousers. I fear I might get entangled in the cord during the night when I'm writhing about. You know how you writhe There's more chance sleep. of getting entangled if you're not wearing anything. Oh, way, way, hoi, if there's any Comanches listening, they'll have, uh, <laughs> they'll have, have got that, that, that happy birthday uh, <laughs> raining face. So, did you answer the door just in the pyjama jacket? No. Um, oh, heavens for that. What the, how come there was a door in my pyjama jacket? I'll never know the oldest Did you take your pyjama tie off? No, I... <laughs> Pyjama loafers. <laughs> well, I imagine if you've got a pyjama jacket, you've got a whole pyjama pyjama overcoat. I sleep in the, in what the about cold. The pyjama cabal. No. Oh, so anyway, I lay there thinking, if it rings again, I'll I'll go to the because yeah. I got one of those um, you know those things on the wall that you can talk into. What are they called? Intercom. Oh, oh yeah. So um, I was lying there, and there was a, I, there was a bit of a kerfuffle downstairs. But I mean, I, I couldn't eat anything else. <laughs> But I, um, I could hear that a buzz started crying, and then, and then there was a bit of going, and a bit of you know, and I thought, oh, I need to step in in a minute to be continued. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. 
So you left us on tenterhooks. Yes. Yes. So I I could hear crying. I could hear a bit of you know voices from downstairs as if there was something going on. And I thought I've, I, I felt this is something I rarely feel. I felt a bit man of the house. Mm. Oh, you know? yeah. I thought I ought. To, what's the point of having a firearm if you're not going <laughs> to? No, I no, have I haven't. Got, have I you haven't. got a pajama gun? <laughs> like in my cold dead hands. I have a gun. It was a I gun. A pajama holster. I have, a, yeah, I have a gun. I keep in a pajama holster. It's correct. <laughs> Pink and white stripe. I don't know why this is hard. What top and bottoms? The sort of thing that only girls used to say. I, I bought a new top. Right. What do you say? I've bought a new top. Um. I mean, I might not be the best example. <laughs> I haven't bought any new clothing in quite some no, time. No, but if you did, you'd say if a I shirt did, or a T-shirt. Say, you wouldn't say yeah, a top. I might not say a top. No, that, that's I'd funny. say a pyjama top. <laughs> Would you? You wouldn't yeah. say a pyjama jacket. <laughs> no, <laughs> but top is something I think... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's one for the ladies, though. <laughs> OK. Um... So right anyway, character at a Phoenix Nights tracksuit top. I would say definitely. I would say a tracksuit top. Okay, track I'm glad we've established that. that. Yeah, but that's anyway. not a top. Anyway, so I Gareth, no more what you would okay. say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. <laughs> so, loud and clear, I hear loud and clear. No okay, more. so I thought so if they, if, I house. thought if they ring again, I'm mm. going to go to the monitor and put on my uh, here's Johnny voice. <laughs> Can I say I would feel safe with you? Thank you so much. Because I'd prefer if you have pyjama <laughs> bottoms on, but... <laughs> oh, I thought you were responding to the eunuch humour, uh, rumour. Humour? <laughs> the eunuch humour is actually the name of my new band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, um, I, I went back to sleep. There was no second ring of the bell. Oh. I love that story. Hold it. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. It gets worse. So I got up the next morning and I said... Uh, so, um, what happened last night? Yeah. And Kat said, what do you mean? I said, you know that, when the, you know, when the doorbell went and all that stuff. She said, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, when the doorbell, I heard you talking to your mum and the baby crying. She said, oh, what are you talking about? No one rang the doorbell last night. So I, either she had a, a liaison or, um, ah. or I dreamt the whole thing. And I, it seems I've just, I just dreamt it. And no one else knows anything about no. it. What if she's gaslighting you? What does what that does mean? That mean? Oh. We don't know the terms. I haven't got time. <laughs> what she's dressing in Victorian outfits? No, that means trying to send someone mad. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh. by by pretending that no one's rung the doorbell, for example. Mm. Like you do with her by calling it a pyjama jacket. <laughs> oh, OK, that thing. Well, no, I don't think anyone had rung, rung the doorbell. And it's just a bit of oh. worry that I dreamt the whole thing. I mean, what's next? Start dream, drinking, dreaming. Well, that's it. No, the Friday didn't slip. They're coming in thick and fast. I'll start drinking. Yeah, what about it? Uh, what about if I dreamt there was an alarm clock went off? You know what I mean? Mm. Wake up. What about when I, I did a... Have I, have I got a... I, I did a programme called The Bobble. I did the, the pilot for a programme called oh, The Bobble. Oh, I remember Do you watching remember? it, yeah. And I said to this guy that we had to leave on this day. And I said, the thing is, I, because we're not allowed to have our phones, that was the rule of the show in this house, mm. that's what I used to get up so I don't have an alarm clock. So could you get me an alarm clock? He said, yeah, OK, I'll get you one. So he went off into town and then he, whatever happened, he met some friends, he stayed out late. So I'd gone to bed by the time he'd come back. So we had to get up at 8 o'clock. He'd still got the alarm clock with him. So he came the next day he knocked on my bedroom door at eight o'clock i went to the bedroom door he gave me the alarm clock 
What the? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, I've been learning about Alex Ferguson this week. Have you? Yeah. Oh, late um, review. He was, um, <laughs> what do you reckon? He was <laughs> a, not a bad manager. What do you think he's going to have? He was a football, man- as a, a football manager. <laughs> Um, well, there's a, apparently there's a thing coming out about the the secrets of his success. Oh yes, there's a documentary. With, yeah, with um, lots of interviews with lots of people. Oh, for Great, goodness' uh, sake! Original yeah. title: Secrets of My Success. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's not what it's called. Yes, is it? couldn't they have know. gone for something better? Okay, Frank and Gareth, you have to spend the rest of this link thinking up what they should have called it. So, okay. Okay. so it's called Sir Alex okay. Ferguson: Secrets of Success. Yeah. Okay. No puns. No nothing. So oh, the, there's a number of exclusive things we learn about the way Alex Ferguson conducted his business. Um, mm. For w- the first thing that jumped out was he would target the mums of the players. Yeah, well, when, when, that's <laughs> where I am now. <laughs> it's all gone a bit Wayne Rooney. <laughs> that's my catchment area. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, that's a bit harsh on Wayne Rooney. <laughs> I think it was with him. It's like when you get to the supermarket, they put all the old stuff at the front for you to buy. Yellow sticker dating. Yes. I um, used to buy that. Eat in the next 20 minutes. It used to be a, <laughs> a place in Birmingham used to get stickers like that. Really? In the nightclubs? <laughs> oh, nay, nay. Um, nay, nay, <laughs> and thrice nay. <laughs> um, no, but when he was recruiting young players, he'd go for the mums. Okay. And I was a bit like, when I, when I had friends at school... Well, can you explain that when you what say go you for the mums? I'm well, just when... enjoying the when I had friends <laughs> reminiscence. <laughs> Those no, were the days when he was recruiting um, new young players. He would um, he would tell the recruiters go for the mums because they make the decisions. Yeah, oh. yeah, and you know the dad and the son. I'm sure they'll have a serious chat about it. But the mum will say, "Oh no, I like that nice man who came round." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he. I believe he said, stereotype. "Get the mother." Was what he actually said. Get the mother. Yeah. Um, he yes. was. Uh, they were famous, of course, Man United for their um, their football. youth football. Well, the football f- team. youth, though, that oh, they right. would they yeah, would no. get they would get them young. They mm. had. Uh, they, there was that team when they had Beckham and um, Paul yeah. Scholes and yes. all that. The class of 92, yeah. they called mm. it. Because classes were a lot bigger in those days. <laughs> that was my family supported Manchester United and I reckon I knew everyone in that team, which is rare for me. Wow. I don't, you know, a whole football team. I in knew, the, I in, in, you knew the team, not the youth team. Oh, no, I mean, I no. could name them from looking at them. Oh, good, you know, I on the television, that, I didn't know them personally. <laughs> yeah. Robbie Savage was in the youth team. Coming wow. up, Gareth's going to name the team. But then he, looking at them. he moved to Liverpool. Robbie Savage. Is that right? No. If he did, I missed it. <laughs> oh, no, I've gone. <laughs> Robbie so. Fowler, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh yes. That's right, darling. <laughs> yes, oh, and, and guess, guess what? He wasn't in take that either. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't. Any, any Robbie will do. Middle name, Bernard. Who's that? Robert Bernard Fowler. Is right. that I like right? that I know that. I, don't, I can't tell you how. Play a song. That's uh, a Bossy. shocker. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So Alex was talking as well about the uh, the infamous hairdryer uh, technique. which It worked with Robbie there. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> with, um, what do they call those things that look like, like irons that they put in their hair? Oh, this, oh the curling tongs? Tongs, oh. yes. He, but Ronaldo... 
gave us a little insight. He said he kicked the chairs, he kicked the boots, the waters, the drinks. He kicked everything. <laughs> I like he kicked everything. Yeah, he kicked everything. Kicked. Very good. Um, I don't believe that he kicked uh, the drinks. And if he did kick the drinks... He hasn't kicked it yet, to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I, well, my favourite thing in the whole, uh, the whole sort of uh, preview of this show mm. was the, the goose material. Oh. Yes, remember the geese. That's what he used to say. That is his motto. Yeah. That's quite a brave thing to say to your average young footballer mm. now. So this that, is in relation <laughs> they, to the going, formation, what? is it, that they fly mm. in? I think the point he was making is that V, that famous V um, yes. formation they fly in. That in order to fly in long distances, they have to work as a team. They have to take it in mm. turns to lead, and yeah. they swap around and all that. But they always keep their shape, and they keep on for the good of the. That was what he was getting at. Yeah. Whether that actually got through, I mm. don't know. Um, are they specialist breed geese, or are they big docks? Extraordinary question. <laughs> I think they are a set. I mean, I am not an expert. Are you, really? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have asked if I'd known that. <laughs> I, um, I believe. You mean you've been fooling us all these years? <laughs> I mean, how do you think you got the job? I'm sorry if I present all of my knowledge with such you confidence. Said, when it you said things like I've trained. Geese expert. <laughs> when, when you said you had poultry qualifications. <laughs> Oh, I can see how the misunderstanding came about. I can't actually speak today. It's a problem on the radio. Oh, I always but... find. No, I like that, though. It's quite poetic. Yes. Mm, oh, I do. It's very yeah. Cantonar-esque, isn't it? You see, when David Moyes... from. Yeah, when David Moyes took over, he wouldn't have dared do that because he didn't want them looking to the skies because there was a small aeroplane flying over with a Moyes <laughs> out <laughs> banner on the back. You aware of that, Garen? Mm, no, yes, I, I think I pieced it together, though. actually hired really? a, a plane to, so to fly them. over with the banner yeah. to try and get rid. It worked yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Also, geese are amongst the most vicious, angry animal. Oh, that's also a good Oh, don't suddenly pretend you're an expert now. (laughs) Well, they they are, aren't they? They're very cussy. Have you Googled in the interim? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's a big question. You don't have to answer it. (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Please don't text the show today. We're sick of it. <laughs> Inane nonsense, let's face it. No, we're not here. It's not live. So Normally we love your texts, but we don't you wasting your time and hours. So if you want to follow the show on Twitter, however, which is free, you can do that. We can always catch up if there's anything um, yeah. fabulous. And it's at Frank on the radio. Or you can email us. They'll, they'll keep... Someone tweeted me to say, I believe uh, he'd work with you. Back in my theatre days, I fetched many a rider for hashtag Frank Skinner. Wow. Then went on to say, he always asked for a local newspaper and some new socks. Yes. Is this true? That is true. I always uh, One pair of, um, well, at least one pair of black socks, local newspaper, and also two stamped um, postcards with a local view. Wow. On them. There you who, go. Who is he? His name um, is J.R. Hartley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I, he wrote a book, I think. <laughs> His name is... He, 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 there's a website called On TV or something. Oh, forget about it. I know, I don't have his personal name. Sorry, no, anyway, thank you. His personal name. <laughs> How many yeah. names do people have nowadays? 
That's what I'd like to ask Sir Alex Ferguson. I thought with the geese, mm. it might have been a reference. Do you know the, the, what they call the, the geeses of Juno or something, is it? You know those, those ancient Roman geese? Oh. Do you know that story? The Gauls um, attacked Rome mm. and um, they got past the guard dogs. The guard dogs were sleeping. There was, can you, they had guard dogs on Rome. Wow. That's how that's how things worked then in them days. But the geese heard the gulls coming, so they made a big fuss and they saved wow. Rome. Mm. So the geese became total heroes. Yeah. And they were more vigilant than the dogs. Yes, exactly. Guard dog fail. I think that was what <laughs> what it was called on the internet. Ge- geese owns gulls. Um but what they used to do I don't know if we should go into too much details, but what they used to do as a celebration of this every year, yes. they would take a goose for the year and absolutely pamper it, feed it up, treat it like a god as a thank you. Mm. And then they would go into the arena on the, on the uh, anniversary of this and the, the goose would sit in the best seat in the house mm. oh, with all, all sort of goose-type delicacies. I don't know what they would be. Mm. And then they would um, crucify one of the guard dogs. <laughs> no. I know, it's terrible. I hope that's not a, a no, moment of what's to happen on this show. No, it's absolutely terrible. However, if someone <laughs> told me they got a ticket, would you be able to resist? I don't know. Just to see the fat goose <laughs> lording it, mm. lording it up. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I thought he was referring to, but no. He's was... a funny character, though. When I say funny, I mean horrible, because <laughs> I think everything I hear about his management style, he goes for sort of reign of terror, really, mm, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. And I compare that to your own management style. And I would say, Frank, he's hairdryer, you're firm but fair. You're curling tongs. Well, I'm a bit different um, on, on the radio show. I, I find in my experience that if, if you treat people in the rod of iron shouting at people, get, you get maybe 70% out of them. Mm. Whereas if you're kind and compassionate, you get, say, 40%. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I've been, um, I've been up north this week. Mm. How about that? Have we got any suitable music? Let me have a look. You just keep mm, talking. Yes, yeah, so I went to Brighouse Comedy Festival. Oh. <laughs> it was bra- Brass Band. Perfect. Brighouse yeah. and Rastic. Perfect, but yeah, there, that is the thing. I had never heard of that, but I heard oh. about it while on stage. People told me about that. About what? Famous Brass Band. Yes, Brighouse. I saw them with the, the On Thanks... Do you wow. know the on thanks? I don't understand any of this conversation. <laughs> Not I know that, one yes. word in this whole conversation do I, I know. understand. The on thanks are sort of like a uh, They're sisters. Oh, Two folky sisters. We went on the moors. Yes, exactly. Oh, it was cold there. You know, <laughs> it's not from Othello the Musical. <laughs> you know, it's 2015. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, it's, I know. It's retro. Why aren't you watching the Kardashians or something? <laughs> well, anyway. the on thanks are very talented, aren't they? Clog yeah. dance. Oh. Or do they? They sound like something you do. Don't they sound like something you do on Facebook? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they sound very. If you don't, if you want to be ungrateful, (laughs) exactly. They sound what I what I would describe as very specialist interest. No, they're they're very talented women. And the Brigham and Rastrick, I heard them do the floral dance live. 
And I have to say, it was, it was actually very. Uh, oh, they did the dub. Yeah, they did a bit of dubstep. And um, and I have to say, it was uh, it was very moving. Lovely. It's great. A big brass band live is uh, blows you away. Mm. <laughs> Literally, you because because of the air. Yes. So tell us about so your, were they on? your little thing. No, they weren't on. It was just oh. a comedy show. I did a I did a kids show in the afternoon, and I had to it was deliberately. A, it, yes, <laughs> on purpose. Or did you just fall over in the car park? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had to, and it, I was told I had to go to the Central Methodist Church. Okay. And you know when you go to oh. different places, <laughs> it's a variation on the usual thing that people shout at, at you in the street. <laughs> Why don't you go? To, okay, <laughs> the cent- to perform at the Central yes, Methodist. Yes, that's Church. where it was apparently. So I, I arrived, and um, I parked in the car park and went to the first door, and it was... There's a lot of detail, Gav. There's a lot of detail. <laughs> no, I'm, I like know. this. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, it's quite a police statement. What, no, but I'm, rec- I'm recreating this in Lego on the other side of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that there were people in there through the windows. There was lights on, and in the cafe they had, like, they had sort of rainbow bunting up. Oh, which oh, was yeah. pretty. Yeah. And, like, supporting gay rights, which was good. Mm. Yes, I approve of that. Um, yeah, I don't know if that is that a Methodist thing. Probably anyway, not. probably just the do with the Bi- what, this the sort of rainbow being in the Bible, isn't it? Oh, okay. Oh yes, the bow. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, so that was locked. First door went to the second door. That was also locked. Oh. So I went to one more door round the side. <laughs> and that door was what? open. Is this a parable? I like it. Knock. <laughs> And and ye shall yeah. yeah exactly and ye shall enter three mm. times you were denied <laughs> yes but on the third time the door I I persisted and the door was opened unto was me it, was it a jar <laughs> it was no okay um, I went in and there was an empty hallway and um, <laughs> there were three bowls of porridge no there wasn't why no, doesn't this sound this like sounds like um, <laughs> someone's testimony in court it sounds like a local policeman reading from a notebook it really does well. Then all of a sudden, there was a, an older lady, and she said, What are you doing here? Oh. She's wearing an apron, and then there was another one ghost, with her. that's a ghost. <laughs> my money's on that's a ghost. That's got ghosts written all over it. There was an apron in this day and age. You can't even buy them anymore. They were them in B&Q. I think they were... Are you were... sure it was a Central Methodist too? Because <laughs> <laughs> they have orange aprons on all of them and bad skin. And were they playing Christina Aguilera? <laughs> well, the same level of customer service as you get in B&Q. Oh, well, actually, it's quite good in B&Q. <laughs> maybe where you well, don't go. We might get a nice garden furniture. Let's not be too hasty. OK. Did I tell you when I bought those lamps, I, I, was, I was being a bit cool, and I bought those lights that have got, like, the bars on them that you have in garages for my actual flat? Because I thought that I was, was cool. Being a bit cool. What? In yeah. B&Q? <laughs> yeah, but in Q. Yeah. Well, that's, hey, you know, it's all, it's all relative. <laughs> And I, said, I just parked uh, my ride up in B and Q. I said to the bloke on the on the uh, counter, I said, "I'm going to get. I'm putting these in my flat. I think they look really good." And he said, uh, "Them them for the garage." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I know, but I'm going to put them in my flat. I think they." And he oh. said, uh, "Them for the garage." <laughs> With exactly the same. Mm. Oh. I mean, he allowed me to buy them, but it was uh, it was tense. I'm just going to play some music, and then okay. we can come back to this rattling yarn. Absolutely. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, two be aproned 
Women. This is, this is Gareth, in case you just joined us, Gareth's got a torch held under his face. We've got all the lights down. And he's telling a scary story about Central Methodist Church in... Brig house. Brig house. Yeah. What are you doing here? And I said, Oh, well, I'm I'm here for the for the comedy show. She said, There's no comedy show here. And people usually say that much later in the gig. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of your standard heckles. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, I said, No. Well, I think this is where I've been told to come. And go. No, there's nothing in the book. We've looked in the book, and it, the hall's not booked for anything. Is this an episode of League of Gentlemen? (laughs) Well, it felt like that. Mm. And so I was like, oh, right. And she said, how'd you get in? I said, well... Uh, And you said, well, I went to the first door. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went to the second door. Now, go on. I didn't think they'd stand for a story. No, no. I just said, well, I just And they wouldn't appreciate the rule of three, which we obviously did. Yeah. They, they... Yeah, so Russell I saw Brand always do. And I said, I just came in the door and said, well, after lock that, we don't want... (laughs) We don't want strangers coming in. No, well, quite right. Yeah. I thought there's an open church and do well, come and join this us. This is the whole thing. I mean, what if Jesus had arrived in Brick House? <laughs> He'd have gone through the first door. <laughs> Jesus Brick. wasn't going to be in Brick House anytime no, no, soon. Hold on, we don't, don't know where that that's right. I know that did random. those feet in ancient time rubbish. Come no, on. But, the guy no, but was maybe, in Israel. Maybe he's just working was? his way, you know, alphabetical order, Bethlehem, Brick House. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, when he comes back. You know, what if I was Jesus coming back? This is where you and I part company. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's supposed to be welcoming, and I did, that was not, that was, like, if Jesus didn't have a room booked, is what I'm saying. Can I ask you a question? Short shrift. Did you have any clothes on? I was wearing a pyjama jacket. (laughs) Well, then you're right, she was most unsociable. So did you get to the bottom of this? I got out of it, and then I found the guy, and he said, oh, yeah, you're in the right place. So I talked to Sheila, and so I waited for him, and we I went... I love the we level got, of detail we're getting here. We know the name of Sheila. We got in. So the woman was... Um, <laughs> did you want to book Methodist Central Church? Call Sheila. Okay. Andy? So did you get in and do a I show? Did, and it was where it was, yeah. It and was, was it a brilliant show? It was amazing. Ten, about ten people there. But it was fun. <laughs> Three of them would come for the Methodist service. Four for B&Q. <laughs> Two ghosts. <laughs> but, you know, crowd's a crowd. That's it's what I show. always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute radio. Shall we get to the corner? Yeah. What, as dark as hell used to say, what say you? It needs a refresh, that. Yeah, no, I don't like the ending. Why? What, you just added one on? I know, I just thought it, it's kind of needed that. Well, if you were going to sing the email corner jingle, what would you do, Gareth? Go on. I mean, I'd, I'd think up some ideas. Oh. First of all. <laughs> We've got time. Let's get straight to the third door. Come on. Email corner! <laughs> anyway, okay. we're in it. We're in it. This email is from JS Mystery. JS Mystery, okay. No, not JS. JS. JS Mystery, okay. No, okay. Not the author. No. Is that an author? 
Can I read the email? Yes, please do. <laughs> Jimmy Mystery, I remember. East of Eden. Is it East of oh, Eden? Oh, no, that was a James Dean film. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that film, Daisy? East, 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 oh, East is East. East, East is East. Oh, Frank, we sound so old. <laughs> well, we are old. I just said, uh, you went East of Eden. You can't which was know made everything. in 1947 <laughs> or something. No, it was later than that. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Dear team, Sting's song was actually called Soul Cake. Not oat cakes, as referred to by Frank. I think this is an incident that happened last week. Would you care to fill me in, Craig David? Yes, I was... um, I don't know how we got onto the subject of Sting, but I was on about the fact that when he went through his folk period, he went a bit on thank. Yeah. Um, And he grew a beard. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, He went for Nehru collar as well, a granddad sort of shirt or... He just went very folky, really, but almost medieval folky. I think he wassailed mm. at one point. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he went for a beard because, he, you know, he got fed up with shaving because he found that when he put the um, aftershave on, it really used to... Anyway, so um, he he did this thing, which I thought was called Oat Kicks. Oat Kicks. <laughs> he's just going, Oat Kicks, Oat because he's from the northeast. And it turns out now, it seems, at J.S. points, that it's actually soul cake. Yes. Oh. Oat cakes are a thing you give toddlers, aren't they, and children as a snack. And people, that, and if, people if you're that middle work class. in Style magazine yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, you also have them there. We have it for dinner, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, he did an whole album about children's food. Did he? Yeah, it was... Uh, the album was called Small Box of Raisins. Oh, you know, uh, the childish glee on your face when you said that. So cute. <laughs> anyway, so... Petit for petit for Away we are. Rusks. Do you want another one? Rusks. <laughs> anyway, um, that was it. Okay. And then there was that band on the run when he did um, Sting Sings Wings. Do you remember that? Album. Oh, lovely. So, look, um, it, soul cakes is what it is, okay. which is um, obviously when you buy cakes on, on a company. Mm. So, J.S. continues, Frank's reference was funny. Oh, OK. <laughs> and I, Those are the days. <laughs> and I only mentioned it because I like oats. I've never written to any radio shows, but I thought this might get a mention on future podcasts regarding clarification. Well, you know J.S. What? sounds like he'd be good at maths. Yes, well, he's right about this anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's just very, he's very exact, and I like that in an emailer. Yes, me too. It's not enough of them on this show, let's face it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I have an email for you. How about that? Shall I read it? Oh, emails, emails. This is off the. Uh, that's if if um if Sting did the jingle. Yeah. We could call it the Stingle. <laughs> or, or a Sting. Yeah, or yeah, we could call it a Sting, even. Sting. What is the likelihood of Sting doing the jingle? If he's listening to this, and, you know, I, he's, I think he's a man who can laugh for himself. I don't. Mm. No, I, actually, I think he's I a don't. man who's never laughed at himself. No, you're probably right. In 300 years' time, when jingles are a thing of the past in the, after the apocalypse, I can imagine Sting doing a jingle album then. Yes. When it was like, you know, harking back to days of yore. Yeah, yes. when you go, like, you'll be going, Meridian Radio. <laughs> That's the first yeah. track. Yeah. Everything will be sitar-based. Do you remember oh, that? compare! <laughs> Do you remember that, um... There was a uh, Life FM. 
It was, was, it was the name of a radio oh, station. It's still going. And I'm sure they only chose that name because they, they, it gave them a ready-made... They used to play that, Life, oh, who life, <laughs> who <laughs> life. Was that Desiree? I don't know. I believe it was yeah, Desiree. So. Is that all she said in the song? Life? No, I think there was... I think there was um, all terrible stuff. lyrics. Terrible lyrics. Make an yeah. effort. Oh, I can do that. The sequel's a bit depressing. <laughs> Oh, I prefer that one. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, but they put a little it's a final. They put a little apostrophe in the middle of the word, which I thought was. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, that was nice. Yeah. So anyway, who's this from? This uh... this is from Andrew Hill. Um, it says hi team. With the conclusion of Bake Off and the looming pottery type Bake Off show, can I put forward to you my idea? No. <laughs> no, I want. I want to hear sorry it. Sorry about that, Andrew. <laughs> I want to hear it. Oh, okay. Working title: Jobs are gooden. Where DIY buffs have a project to build each week. Example, some decking, a child's fitted wardrobe. <laughs> I don't think you should fit wardrobes to children. I think that seems cruel. I don't know. It stops them running away. <laughs> build, a sh- build a shed, etc. The person with the most project, with the worst project, gets a limited. <laughs> Eliminated. On. Gets a limited yes. Are you drunk? The, the person, <laughs> Honestly. the per- first person to ask me that. Okay. The person with the most... With the worst project gets eliminated. The cliche stock in trade judges comment, you've nailed it. Um, which would have two subtly different meanings. One, good job, well done. Or yeah. two, when a dovetail joint was required and the contestant has banged two pieces of wood together, an exclamation of horror, you nailed it. Oh, I see. Mm. No, you've got to do it in the right way, Gareth. It's an exclamation of horror. You've nailed it? Oh, Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, yes, that's good. That's good. Um, that, the child actress rose up there <laughs> from like behemoth I'd the say sea it was monster. Sentient human being. Rose no, up it, there. it was. It was. It was <laughs> good. I have to say, I've been. Um, really. I I don't do much DIY, but for in the period I've, pro- I've probably been doing it for forty years, mm. I always favour a hammer over a screwdriver. Mm. Wow. And I tell you something, it makes no difference. Does it not? No. Di- it, it it it's you know it's an advantage because um, I, I I mean I think that the fact you can use a hammer and I, I'm exposing it now. Mm. If I go missing this week, it'll be somebody from the screwdriver manufacturing <laughs> um, industry. But I it does you know that sometimes you get a, a screw and it's got the central groove in it. You know the central groove, the old fashioned um, style oh, yeah. of screw here. Like then, Phillips? Th- no, but oh, then no, you get the, a Phillips. No, not a yeah, Phillips. Yeah. Cross. A Phillips is that's a mysterious world. Mm. If you think about it, there aren't that many things in the toolbox that have got someone's name attached to it. Mm. Oh yeah. Who was Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> and why did it, what? What's wrong with the old central groove? You know, it's a great club. I used yeah. to go there a lot in the eighties. No, so he invented that strange. Look, it's it's just a slightly structured. It's like a Lego yeah. hole, yes. like a hot cross bun. Yeah, vibe. but the hammer, the hammer rather, um, <laughs> went a bit West Midlands then. The hammer, <laughs> the hammer, it, it cares not for the central groove or Phillips. No. It just it does. You know, it's a one mm. size fits all. Mm. Yeah, and I've honestly, it makes no difference. If anyone's listening who struggles with a, a screwdriver, there's I imagine any, there's quite there's a lot any of you. Cabinet makers in, yeah. any experts in woodwork? <laughs> Stop yeah. fooling yourself. A lot of those. What about you and Adrian Charles have done some lovely DIY together? Yes, well, we put really? up a child swing. Yeah. Well, they, no, they can't. You can't do DIY together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DIT. Yeah, DIT. DIY yourselves. 
Yeah. Yes, but it's a, it's. I can't think if, if we could. Don't text us because we're we're not live this week. But I I, I wish I could think of another yeah, tool so. that was named after someone. Oh, let's have a think. Jimmy Nail didn't invent. No. <laughs> thought that's a bit of a shot in the dark. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Have we got time for another email, Frank? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, the producer just put a little thumbs up when I asked that. Yeah. I enjoyed Ticklish. that. Yeah. <laughs> this is from PJ. <laughs> okay. Jacket or trousers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no jacket required. Um, hello. The other day, I met a girl. I really hope that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> just nice, just being polite. I don't really know him well enough for him to email. We just on a, you know, a low, just say hello. Go there on. are some radio shows where the content is about on that level. Yeah, I listen to you all, Superior. I mean, you're right, but let's be modest. Oh, I learnt from the best, darling. <laughs> if you'd like to greet us, text in. <laughs> No, don't text in. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't text in. Yeah, no, don't, don't Can you us. believe he says that to me, that I've lost my modesty? <laughs> this is the man. I won't repeat what you said when we got a silver Sony instead of a gold. Well, there is no such thing as a silver Sony. Well, there was back then. No, there wasn't. What do you mean? There was gold and there was nothing. <laughs> well, that's, that isn't the language you used. We meddled. I know we meddled. Mm, we did meddle. Anyway. Hello. The other day, I met a girl for the third time where she informed me I'd worn mm. the same shirt for all three occasions. Wow. In your esteemed opinions... <laughs> Does he work in P&Q? <laughs> He's a customer. <laughs> 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 so, does he mean three dates? Is that what I he means? I believe so, yeah. Okay. In your esteemed opinions, should I brush it off, the shirt, I'll say, <laughs> and just make sure I remember for next time, or work with it, and turn up in the same shirt again, if only to make myself laugh, if not her? I like yeah. his attitude. Yeah. That's, thanks for your help, PJ. I'd like a bit more detail. I mean, if it's a T-shirt with one of those I'm with this idiot <laughs> captions, you know, and the sort of Victorian hand, for some oh. reason. <laughs> for Why some is it Victorian? Re- yeah, they have a sort of, it's from an old theatre. It's a really like, crass slogan. It's and a then bit, a lovely, stylish It's a bit Victorian, Victorian pamphlet to turn the page motif. Yes, exactly. Um, if it's one of those, don't wear it again. If also, if it is a QI panellist, um, the floral, of the floral type. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, don't wear that three times. Mm. No. I mean, I, I think the only way out of this is to see if you can go out and buy loads of that shirt, if you still know where you got it from, and then when she, you finally get around to your place... You go, oh, so I'll just change shirts and then open the wardrobe to a wardrobe full oh, of just that yeah. shirt. And she'll be like, oh. <laughs> oh, I like that you've turned know. into the legendary swordsman. <laughs> but you know how it is. <laughs> a serial killer. <laughs> Come back to my place. <laughs> yeah, but once you get her back to your place, you're going to think, oh, I'm not bothering with the shirts joke. <laughs> not not that no, at this point. I uh, don't know. I mean, I think if that were me... Mm. I think, PJ, what would worry me, and I'm talking to you directly because I feel it's more intimate, (laughs) what would worry me about three times running is just the basic hygiene issue. It depends when the dates were spread out. Exactly. If he's only seen her once a week, it's fine. I would wear it again for the next day, and if she says anything, I say say I've come to think of it as our shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I once went out with it. You know people have an hour tune... 
Oh, yeah. I went out with a woman and, and our tune was um, the theme from Bonanza. <laughs> Romantic. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Hello. Don't text us. We're not here. I know it's complicated, but uh, that's recording for you. Um, we're actually going out on Sky Plus. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. That's all right. Won't do any harm. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We'll read them later. Frank? Mm-hmm. Do you know Brian May? No, but thanks for the tip. Excellent work. <laughs> He's been on the campaign trail. Oh, yes. I, I read about Brian May's anger. Yeah. Well, some swearing involved, which we won't be mentioning. He's already no. done a lot of work for the Badgers. Yes. The Badger community. Yeah, fair play. He's a big Badger fan. And now he's moved on to the basements. Yes. Much like Jesus, he's working <laughs> his way through the bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. He's not a fan of what he calls mega basements. Yes. Although they sound awesome, don't they? Well, mega Frank, basements. Frank's mega also basements. got one. Oh. You well, haven't got a mega basement, but you've got a lovely basement. Well, it's, I suppose that is a basement, but it's not... No, what they're, just is, good, they're just good jeans he's wearing. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't got the pyjama trousers on. <laughs> what, he's, um, what he's talking about is, is, is... And they do this a bit in my road. They do. Um, they is do that people mine. buy the house and think, oh, I've bought a five-bedroom house. I, why don't I just put another bedroom somewhere? So mm. if they can't go up, they go down deep. And a lot of the neighbours I hear saying, you know, I'm worried about it because what about if the whole thing collapses and our house will fall into the, the whole thing will go down like a yeah. house of cards. But I, what puzzles me is when you buy a house, yeah, and you obviously you buy the land, the garden, mm. and that. How far down do you own? Well, I imagine it's like a piece of pie, right so, down to oh, the core. So I own, <laughs> I own a part of the Earth's core. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert. No, but that's what it sounds <laughs> like. As well as a geese expert, you were a substructural <laughs> surveyor. I actually own some of the Earth's core. The crust and the core. <laughs> no, you don't, No, Frank. because there must I be... I must do. He's got that it. wrong. <laughs> where do... No, where where do... Tube, I mean, there's tubes down there and there's sewer. I guess we don't own the sewer. Well, I'm... Oh, um, do we own the sewer? Oh, I'd love a bit of sewer. <laughs> I'm thinking... Um, <laughs> At some point, I sit myself in court with an Australian man <laughs> <laughs> who's saying that I've encroached, I've encroached into his slice of pie into the earth. That was my magma. <laughs> Get off my magma. <laughs> Why is he taking my magma? Oh, I could just I eat a magma. I see what you did, mate, and I don't like it. Um, yeah. That was my magma. No, but it's an interesting point, though, isn't it? <laughs> Because if you can build a basement, you yeah. must you how, must own the ground how below. How deep can you go exactly? How deep can you go? How deep can you deep go, can Brian? You go? Yes. Uh, An episode of Wayne's World. <laughs> so he's angry anyway. He's about angry. It. In yes. fact, he's used very strong language. He said the perpetrators need to be brought to justice. <laughs> It's got a bit Batman. Yeah. I mean, they're just middle-class people in advertising, <laughs> making a basement, and he's called them the perpetrators and using words like justice. No, Emily, he, he says that his part of the of Kensington and Chelsea yes. was turned into a hellhole. 
that's just... because they've gone down to the core. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to dig that deep. <laughs> no. Sulfur, we actually own a bit of hell, it's turned <laughs> out. <laughs> the scream of souls. Exactly. Oh, we said such a racket. Because he's his eleven million pound mansion. Oh yeah. He's now yeah. described as hell. Yeah, but it's expensive in London, isn't it? So that's probably just a bed sit, is it? No, I bet well, it's quite nice. You see, there is an answer <laughs> oh. to this. Go move to an area where people can't afford to do deep excavations. <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> that he's anti um, these yeah. things because he's he does strike me as a man who likes to stick with the original design. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at him, <laughs> um, yeah, but he, he's gone upwards though. <laughs> also, he's got a cheek talking about this noise pollution. What about him when the hairdryer's on? Can you imagine? Yeah. What about him on on um, on the roof at Buckingham Palace? He didn't think about yeah. the structural implications. I mean, talking then. about making a lot of noise for money. I went past St James's Park the, the day after that, and it was covered in dandelions. And then I saw him bald in the paper. <laughs> I mean, you draw your own conclusions. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We're in uh, we're in Brighton Bay's basement. Oh, he hasn't got one. No, no he's, he's one. not happy about it. He's got a lead guitarment. Yeah, he said he said what it's like um, to the effect on the area. It's like having you know, if young hoodies were doing that mm. and causing that much disruption, I think it's probably noisy for him with the digging and all the workmen around. But he said if young people in hoodies were doing that stuff people would have something to say about it fair enough yeah if there was young people in hoodies digging under my house i think i'd have a right so, uh, excuse us lads come on lads you've had your fun and <laughs> um, we've got work in our road at the moment oh yeah yeah they're doing the sewers gareth lives in bournemouth in a bungalow no he doesn't no, live not, in a bungalow in anymore, a bungalow anymore. Oh, how Get, many floors you got live in a masonette well we've got two floors but it's a three someone else has got the underneath floor. okay too much detail so we can't dig down because oh, if they've got the underneath there's, there's floor, you don't there. have you don't have your stake in hell. Oh, <laughs> oh I've got Earth's core, Frank. Well, have you got Earth's yes! core? Yes, one hundred Earth's core. <laughs> yeah. Is that your address? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just the address of your basement? That's my soul. Uh. That's where my soul currently resides. At. Does that mean I've got Sky? Oh, we don't have Sky, actually. I don't know, darling. I, my my suggestion is with. you call someone and find out, and they'll okay. come and have a little look. I can't get. No, you don't own the sky. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, Think of the geese. Yeah. We've got nine months of sewage work. The pipes. They're doing the pipes. They're doing something to the pipes. (laughs) Um, And um, is this a pregnancy thing? He's moving (laughs) on to. Uh, okay, so mm. does it? Can you smell the sewage? We haven't smelled any sewage yet, but the, oh. end, the end of the road is blocked off, so we have to drive out the other end. Oh. What do you mean? You can't. Well, oh, you can, one route. Yeah. You can't use the other end. No, we can't use one end. How inconvenient! End. Yeah, it is. It's Although not... you know, we just drive around the other end. I wouldn't say our our area has been turned into a <laughs> hellhole. By no, it. no, it's been t- turned into a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Yeah. To be precise, yeah. I'd Some... say the main problem in our area is children calling their parents by their first names. Yes, <laughs> is, I'd say there's problem. an epidemic in your area. Yeah, there is a lot of that. Now mm. we are, we are in the midst of a uh, a bit of a uh, a bit of a Brian May type storm oh, mm-hmm. where I on? live. Wow. Um, there are uh, planning permission has been put in to build a dog spa. 
You are joking. I am not joking. I'm there. No. I love it. Do you love a dog's bar? Yeah, do you don't have a dog. What's not to love? Hot tub. So you, so you're there. Sunbeds. <laughs> They're particularly what worried about be? the um, the vent. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, um, there's um, there's a big vent where or, which which jettisons. There's a local doctor said that it will be <laughs> it will be jettisoning uh, dog hair and dander, <coughs> which is one of the best double acts I've ever yeah. seen. Hello, I'm dog hair and I'm dander. Well, he's got a point. Well, yeah. he says that will be belched out onto the high street, and he said it would threaten the life of asthmatics. Wow. Which it's is, like you know... Like horses passing for cats. Yeah, exactly. Partner. Mm. Yeah, so um, the dog's bar has really... There's, there's been a whole local movement against it. And, Save our uh, area from dog's bars. Yeah. It's gone a bit hellhole. And... Um, Danda sounds like a dog dating site. <laughs> but they are offering, I notice, fresh breath treatments is one of the things they offer for dogs. Mm. Oh, lovely. And also, um, poor de cures. Poor oh. de cures. Mm. You know what? That's not bad. You know, I, I, I like a local company that's involved with ponds. <laughs> but I don't think, that, I, I, I don't know if they're going to win the fight. They're, they're quite strong, the local residents where I am. And if if they if they go against the dog spa, they can be uh, formidable. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Lovely, comfy cushion this is. Oh no, it isn't. I didn't get one. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about my area. If that's okay with you. Okay. <laughs> not being properly supported by the cushion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Well, this is going to be. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we were talking. Frank's got. Take um... your jacket off, Gareth. <laughs> Frank's got a um, a nasty pet cartel moving into the area. Well, I'm not saying it's nasty. Okay. No, you've um, got a sewer. I've got a sewer. My issue, which is to do with one neighbour, mm. is when I'm sitting on my concrete patch. Yeah. Enjoying a lovely Nespresso. Mm. Of a morning in my Paint, bath- painting a beautiful picture of the modern world in my bathrobe. Sometimes my hair will be wet. <laughs> yeah. I've just washed, freshly washed. No, that's fair enough. A few droplets of water. What you need is Alex Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm very calm. It's the odd robin in the tree. It's lovely. Oh, lovely. Suddenly, the neighbour upstairs. She decides to water the plants. I get what I'm calling a soil based gunge tank <laughs> over my head. Right. No. Yes. She's got hanging baskets. Yes. Um. Yeah, no, it's just the way she walks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so she's the, na- she lives above, does she? Yes. It's quite hard, though. It's quite hard to water the baskets without there being some overspill. Well, what am I going to do? Allowed to, wait, I mean, this is a an issue again about what levels you're on, because if you're upstairs, you're allowed hanging baskets. Well, they're not I have very two high. levels, okay? Right. You have two levels. Yeah. <laughs> That's one more than I thought. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, I have two levels. And she has one level. Oh, so oh, she right. has the, the third level yeah, of, of exactly. the cake. I have the duplex. She's got the bride and groom. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but I don't know what to do. I'll tell you how I deal with it, which won't come as a surprise to either of you. I go, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and run indoors and slam the door. Oh, okay. Mm. So, did, what what do you suggest? 
Should I confront her? Well, I, what we are assuming, are we, that mm. she didn't know you were down there? Can she see past her hanging baskets? <laughs> <laughs> you say she was a glamour model, <laughs> or if I if I added that. Um, do, uh, do you suspect she knew you were down there, or do you think it's a genuine error? I don't know. I perhaps you two are better placed to answer that question. Well, I think you have to give her the B or the D, don't <laughs> okay. you? Okay. Oh, I love that. I think you, you you could say to oh, her, you could go up, go up and say, "Listen, Kirsty, um, is that her name? No. What if that had been? That would have been a brilliant <laughs> moment. That'd been classic radio. Yeah. Um, Let's call her Kirsty for the, If you say, look, um, I know this was an accident, but when you watered your hanging baskets yeah. the other day, um, um, in, in, in the Daily Star, <laughs> no, um, the, I got soaked. Now, obviously, oh. you didn't know I was down there. What would be great if you could just have a look down and just check, you know, and I'm very happy to move if, if, it, you, know, if, if you absolutely have to um, maybe, do your baskets. Maybe she could have something that she shouts before she pours oh, water out yeah, the window. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I like that. It's like idea. Dickensian London, where they Lloyd? used to. Is that Jeff Lloyd next door? Oh, is it? He's uh, a lovely no, man. It is, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Hello. Thank God for that. I thought it was Leon Trotsky. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Corbyn's Britain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trotsky's back. <laughs> if I. Honestly, I mean, don't you know, he's a handsome man, Trotsky. And Jeff Lloyd, but if I, all he needs is one of those ice picks on a clamp, and what, that's his Halloween thing done. Sorted. I'll have a word. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, so, speaking of Brian's, um, Brian Blessed has um, been in the news. I mean, this is an exclusive, hot off the presses today story. <laughs> well, it that- isn't because it's Saturday today. Um, on Wednesday, it was hot <laughs> off the presses. I mean, yeah. it all, everyone will know about it by Saturday. Yes. Maybe even we'll know whether it's true or not. <laughs> right, OK. Um, but apparently he delivered a baby in a park. Yes. Mm. He said um, he, this was, he was on a programme with, um, with Libby Purvis. Um, yes. The host of, Is it Purves uh, or Purvis? <laughs> no, it's Purvis. But um, he said that he um, had been brought up with... There was a lady in a park. This yes. was apparently in 1963. This is when he was in Zed Cars. In Zed Cars. How brilliant is that? I don't know yeah, which that. is a, yeah, In case you don't know, it was an old cop show. Mm. British mm. cop show. He was playing PC Fancy Smith. Was he? Oh, yes. Mm. Wow. Fancy? Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> that was a theme tune. Still play it at Everton to this day. They do. Well, so, so go on. So he was. Um, it was about around 1963, and the, and he saw it was in Richmond Park, mm. not Richmond Park near me. No, I know Richmond next Park. Next road over. I do. Um, so it, that exists. Yeah, that part of it is true. There is the park. And it's he where saw- that viral with the dog, who I can't remember what it was called. What was it called, Daisy? Sort of thing you know. Oh, Frank, you knew a viral. Yes. yes. Frank, you were viral. Everybody. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yes, I don't know many, but I know that one. Okay, Fenton. And you there? Well, there was a there was a, la- a woman having a baby under a tree, and there was no one around. Oh, how lovely! And he's was <laughs> <laughs> it lovely? Well, there's something sort of very so natural. simple about it. it's very, very biblical. Mm. It's like East of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said he had been brought up with babies. So many of us, um, <laughs> I, I suppose, inevitably I are being early on. Quite yeah, a lot of babies around me. Yeah, um, and um, he was from 
uh, he was used to helping with babies, and he says he rushed across. I'm going to cut out many of the gross details <laughs> he, he included. Say, she knew me in Zed cars. <laughs> well, that would have helped. How definitely. actor is that? Yes. First thing, she knew me in Zed. First it was big, How did he be... know? Because she, he asked her. <laughs> T- to be fair, though, it was it was big Zed cars, and he was he was big in it. Oh, yeah. Big in everything. He was clean shaven at the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just in case you're wondering how that went. He also says, which I don't think we should go into, because it's, it's a bit um, Nick Grimshaw, but he does say, he does claim to have been involved on a very intimate level, doesn't he, with the um, the practical aspects of the Yes, he, 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 he just carried out the whole um, yes. birthing process. Mm. He pulled it out, and then he... The umbilical cord. Yeah, when when, uh, when Emily said we won't go into the details, <laughs> how were you? How were you reading not, that? But, but I feel that's important to tell people. And he said he licked the child's face. Oh, as well. Well, that was Fenton. That was almost certainly Fenton. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Do we believe this story? Well, normally, I, I, I think. Why would you make up a thing like that? But I, I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. He might. They might all be true. The last time I read anything by him in the paper, he was saying that he was a fully qualified cosmonaut <laughs> right. and had done over 800 hours training. Mm. Now, I suppose that could be true. Is I he wonder like if he's vi- got mixed vis- up with being in Flash Gordon. Now, he is 78, he is. isn't he? Is he like that Viz character, Aldridge Pryor, Hopeless Liar? <laughs> I he don't even know be that one. like that. I hope he's not, because it's a brilliant story. Well, and we th- shouldn't suggest that he's a... Now, I'll tell you what's interesting. I think he has lived quite an incredible life. I he, did, he did climb Everest. Mm. And there's footage of that. So, um, I think oh, he's a bloke who's done some remarkable things, yeah. so he thinks he might as well fill in the gaps with some other remarkable things. That every, I mean, I, I guess once you've climbed Everest, you then, everything else has to rise to meet that in well, between. Well, he told... Um, I remember seeing him interviewed by Professor Brian Cox, and mm. he said that he'd been in a MiG fighter, and they travelled so fast that when he came back to Earth, he was four seconds younger. <laughs> wow, how did he work that out? Did he measure his beard? I don't know, but Professor Brian Cox um, <laughs> suggested that that was um, so much goth. I don't think that's true, Brian. I, I would find, <laughs> I whilst wearing a Paisley QI shirt, <laughs> I would find living with Brian Blessed very exhausting. <laughs> because think? I think he'd go down to Little and something would happen. A dinosaur came out and then I licked it. I mean, he wouldn't be able to do anything, no. would he? Someone's turned the light off next door, saving money. It's probably the assassination <laughs> being reenacted. Um, Do you know yeah. what I mean? As I can say, I'm loath to say it didn't happen, but I think it didn't happen. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Um. So, um, we've heard from Dr. Worsley this week. Um, she is a historian. Do- Lucy. Lucy. Lucy <laughs> Wors- Worsley. 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 Lucy Worsley. Cardinal Worsley. Cardinal Worsley's in there. Light review. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, CW here. How you doing? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Lu- Lucy, Lucy w- Worsley. Worsley. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry, I didn't it's, it's all say right. that. It's <laughs> all right. But you see, if Alex Ferguson was here now, he'd kick the life out of me. <laughs> yes, beautifully <laughs> that's, that's put. The, that's the difference. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, 
So um, she says that romance is dead. She's doing a new series um, mm. all about um, romance and um, history. Oh, and yeah. um, she says it's it's been killed by Twitter. No, by Tinder. Not yes. Tinder. Now no, that was Joan of Arc. <laughs> <laughs> she was killed by Tinder. Yes. Yeah, she believes that um, become, getting um, getting together with people has become too easy nowadays, and that it's well, when there are terrible obstacles between couples that romance thrives best. Oh. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm Catholic. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call them. That's what we call them. Terrible obstacles. <laughs> oh, I couldn't live in a duplex. <laughs> She said that um, Austin's heroines worked hard to find the one by overcoming obstacles of social class, parental disapproval and the law. But these days it's far too easy for romance mm. to flourish. You see? What is she talking about? Well, she about? says, she seems to be suggesting it's turned people into sort of lazy daters who mm. are less selective. I think there'll be a great many of our listeners thinking, I, I beg to differ. Yes, yeah. I would imagine so. I think, um, I think it's quite tricky for people still. Yeah, look at the Finding man in the, the one. look at the man with one shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's My worry a... with Tinder though is that I don't have very efficient thumbs. Oh really? So <laughs> I feel I would, I might. What do you do? Swipe or whatever? I don't you know. Left I've and never. Right it's a yeah. bit. I, Charlie, I'd already, you probably know. I'd stop dating by the time that She's came out. She's in a relationship. Out. She doesn't know. I think you left or right swipe, but we we'll just say you press the wrong one. You could I... end up with John Sargent. <laughs> yeah, you know but I mean? you know, celebrity. Oh, that's... Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can swipe up now as well. Did you know about that? You can swipe up for a, up for a mega-like. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was working in the triangle. And, oh, uh, here we go. Right. No, it's, 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 it's an art, it's an art house It's an art house cinema oh, oh, right. yeah. in Birmingham. Mm. And a woman came in to see a four-hour um, documentary about Russia. Yeah. And I thought this could be my kind of gal. Mm. And she was attractive and stuff. So it, you couldn't just text and... I, I don't think texting had been invented then. No. Um, the, the pigeon was already out. So I, um, I, I wrote a note and left it. I said, when that woman comes out of the film, because I wasn't going to wait for four hours, can no. you give it to her? Didn't want to rush her. No. no. Uh, excellent. And um, we, um, I said, meet me in the Sanso Art Gallery tomorrow. Art Gallery, you see. And... Uh, how lovely. And it worked. She turned up. Wow. Oh, Frank, that's so So nice. it was a bit more... It, it was, I, I suppose, having to be a bit more inventive like that. And how yes, did you... Yes, but then that's she... also because you're not remotely creepy. Um, thank you. That's the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said to me. I mean, I prefer if you wore all of your pyjamas, but no. apart from that... <laughs> um, and how did she know it was you, though? Because I said I was, I was at the box office. I sold her the ticket. So oh. I said, this is the box office, oh. man. I said, it's a woman, I said, it's the pretty one, pretty with blonde hair, yeah. light, light moustache, which she did have, but I didn't have a problem with that. But this is the age of Magnum P.I. Oh, yeah. We were all very free for. It was all the rage then. But right? yeah, it lasted oh, nearly a fortnight. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, can I just mention the other dating story I enjoyed this week? Mm-hmm. A woman kissed a man she met in a club. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. No, um, there was a bit of a furore because there was a Facebook incident. She met this man. She wanted oh, to track is him Pippa, down. Oh, this is isn't it? Exactly. She wanted to track him down and then it turned out, she shared it over 2,000 times and it turned out he had a girlfriend and she said he had well nice eyes. So he ended up being exposed as a love rat 
essentially. He mm. wants to think himself lucky he didn't get too close <laughs> to a woman who shared it 2,000 times. <laughs> now, I... Um, it's an odd story, this. It uh, is. And, and uh, it's the sort of thing, pre-social um, networking, mm. these things went on all the time and no, and no one ever found out it was yeah, all. And now... True. Yeah. Or you find out much quicker, because it's kind of like a Jane Austen story. That, <laughs> yes. you know They've made a connection at a dance, <laughs> and um, she's set her heart on this man, and he seemed to be interested, but then he found out that he was promised to another. <laughs> yes. And like the rogue, but it has. It's took. All, it's it's a yeah. it's a tough time for the philanderer. Yeah, oh, I must say, you wouldn't want to be a cheater right now. No, and it's um, and also it must be like what it was like for the criminal fraternity <laughs> when street lighting <laughs> came out. It's all been so going so well, and then suddenly everybody knows your business. Yeah, so um, I, I don't. I didn't. I wasn't uh, aching with sympathy for um. Pippa. For Pimper. Oh, for Pippa? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freud. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Why um, not? You didn't feel so... Well, imagine calling a child Pimper. Oh, lovely. Well, she was... Um, she looks like a sort of one of those... kiss and tell. She looks very internet, though. Very sort of cutesy. Uh, mm. Who's that what woman, Flozella or something? What's she called? Zoella, darling. Zoella. I was Eden. thinking Flozella yeah. Benjamin. <laughs> um, yes. Um, Zoella. She's got, she has that sort, you know, there's a quirky internet babe look. They've always yeah. got a high eyebrow, a messy bun, and I, uh, a false yes. eyelash. I, um... <laughs> Frank? Yes, I, I couldn't, um... So I, I don't think she'll Sorry, be lonely. I'm still laughing about street lighting. <laughs> I don't think she'll be lonely for long, let's put it that way. She no. also wore a T-shirt, and this puts me off people. Why wait till tomorrow, the T-shirt said. Oh. Reminded me of my dad <laughs> home brewing. Oh no! Could never go the full duration. He'd, he would have. He would have just ate, eaten the ingredients if we'd let him. She said she was gutted. She said I'm gutted for myself. Gut, gutted for her and gutted for him. That's, Why are you gutted for him? Gutted. Oh dear! It's gutted like, for everyone. Yeah. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> Entrails galore. That's the name of my website. <laughs> So, um, yes, yeah, so, like I say, she's probably already, as this isn't live, she's probably already found a new man. Oh, Good luck to them all in their um, lovely, youthful, testosterone-filled lives. Yeah, seems extraordinary. I mean, she says, oh, he seemed like a nice lad. He was kissing me in the club <laughs> and then he asked me to a hotel. <laughs> or his mum's house. Then he asked her to the mum's house. house. He said, you can come back to my mum's house if that isn't Cameron's Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.